Nick and Matt Jackson. You're listening to the Work Shoot Wrestling Podcast. Too sweet. Suck it. Welcome to an all-new episode of the Work Shoot Wrestling Podcast. It's Corey Richmond. And not joined by the human wheelbarrow this week, Jason Brooks. I had to bring in a couple of reserve guys who I think might be better than the original by the time we're all done. But first we have from the Step Back Podcast, Jacob, Anthony. How's it going, Jason? Uh, I already called Jason once. <laughs> it's all good. Um, it's, it's going well. Thank you for having me on. I actually been looking forward to doing this show. I love what you guys do. Very much appreciated, and you know, <laughs> and we also have got a voice from the past, C L Kid from the Pod Jobbers podcast, which thing, right? hopefully one day will return. And we're going to be talking about a lot of just things, but one of those subjects, the first person I thought of was C L Kid. You can check out C L Kid's new song, "I'll Be the One," and you can check him out on Instagram and Twitter at Real C L Kid. C L Kid. How you been? Great, man. Definitely glad to be on here. Uh, I love doing it on any kind of podcast whatsoever. So any opportunity to talk wrestling is always great, especially now because it's getting really heated. Yeah. So um, we're not going to go over every match because we don't want to be here until next Tuesday. And I don't want Jason, you know, <laughs> saying you, I told you I don't want to do hour and a half shows. And now you're doing like a two and a half hour show. You know, he might, he might kill me. And then I'd have to ask one of you guys to be the permanent replacement even before he has his kid. <laughs> I know that, and I'm going to start this off with uh, with Jacob. The mm-hmm. main event of the show is Roman Reigns versus John Cena. I don't think you needed to really add the stipulation last night of no. if Roman Reigns loses, he's going to you know basically leave the company, which we know isn't happening. So it makes it a little bit more obvious, even though you mm-hmm. had the idea of Ric Flair leaving and maybe they might be a little vindictive and they make John mm-hmm. Cena the 17-time champion. Mm-hmm. And now I saw on, um, I don't know if it was either on Instagram or just on Facebook, you and your kid the day after Cena returned, you know, mm-hmm. wearing the, uh, the the latest merch. Mm-hmm. So you know where <laughs> you know where your kid is is leaning. But what's your thoughts on the Cena versus Roman Reigns, the build, and what's your thoughts? What, how are you feeling about this match? I'm actually, the buildup was great, and it's just a back and forth in between those two. The whole he's like missionary and over and over. I just it was funny. And this is the Roman I think we all wanted to see. Like I'm a big Roman guy, even when he was a face. So it was a Roman guy if you saw him in the group. But I think this is the best place for him. And I think Cena honestly brings the best out of him because he was going to push him as far as a promo goes. He was really going to he was going to hit him hard. You kind of knew he was going to take his digs at him. And Roman as he went back, he didn't he didn't really freeze up like I expected. I thought he was just going to get killed, but he he held his own. And but I think they gave it away, which I did. And like, I wasn't a big fan. Like, dude, don't. So, oh, I'm gonna leave the company. Oh, no, shit. Now this is gonna happen. But I think Roman's gonna do it. It's gonna be a good match. You know, Cena's return to the ring. And, well, in action, what, two years, I wanna say something like that. Uh, it's, it's gonna be a good one, but I think Roman pulls it out. But it's gonna be good, though. Yeah, I didn't like the stipulation either. Uh, Especially it came in so last second. It, it just felt like a, a typical W. Oh, what else can we do? Like, oh, let's throw mm-hmm. this in there. Like, damn it, you didn't need to do any of that. Exactly. Uh, you know, like I, I had a huge argument one time on, you know, the Pod Drivers podcast we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about what's your favorite match stipulation. Mm-hmm. And and mine, I got a lot of crap for, was just a straight up singles match. 
Mm-hmm. Not saying that every night I want to watch a straight up singles match instead of a ladder match with, you know, craziness. And But in terms of when it comes to the big match, the end-all be-all, WrestleMania, Roxena, I don't want to see a hardcore match. I don't want to no. see Last Man Stand. I don't want any of that. Those are great for the lower tier matches. Mm-hmm. But a no stipulation where you have to choose as a company who's going over without disqualifications, without, you know, little tactics, who's going to go over it. Those are my favorite matches because that's mm-hmm. true unpredictability, right? Uh Adding the stipulation kind of takes away from that. Um, not that I was so sold on Cena winning anyway, but the only way that he can win is if they follow up with some other tactic mm-hmm. that's going to be more of a long-term story, uh, which I don't, I don't see happening or mm-hmm. I haven't put much thought into. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do love the buildup. Uh, I say it all the time, like, you brought up Milwaukee. I'm not a Giannis fan, but when it came <laughs> down, Giannis is great at one thing, and it's just bowling to the basket. That's not a great basketball <laughs> skill. But when it was time to do it on the biggest stage, he did it amazingly. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, I was not a fan at all. Like, less than anything. There's nothing I, I didn't like. Reigns was my least favorite person on the show when he was a face. When Reigns went heel, the greatest thing Reigns has is just being simple. That's his style, mm-hmm. and now he's so great at that. It's showing at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. And, and Cena... As much as he was annoying winning every week, like, you know, 10 years ago, uh, people are complaining <laughs> about that. You know, it's the same thing every single time, same formula with Cena. One thing he's great at when it comes to big matchups, his promo skills are through the roof. So uh, it's through the roof. Like, you know, that whole thing with the rock and, and all that was just amazing. The CM Punk things. Um, so I love the buildup. I love the styles. I like how they mesh. I like everything about it. I uh, just didn't like the stipulation, but I still think yeah. it would be a great match overall. So. I it think won't, it, was it won't take away from it, but it didn't oh, add nah. to it. It didn't add nah, to it. I think it just I get it. And then I really think about it. It was just him being his, you know, the cocky self, you know, head of the table. Well, listen, if I can't beat you, shit, I'm leaving. That, that, that's about it. But that it, it falls into his character. So I kind of did get it, but they, they damn sure didn't. I, I will say, I guess I thought it was like Corey because I didn't hear about to speak mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Do you think it has any parallels to the CM Punk? I'm going to win and take the title and leave. Do you think they threw that in that feel to go with that CM Punk vibe? Or do you think it was just another stupid WWE thing? It could be a little of that, but I think it's more of a last minute desperation thing to say, we know that you don't think that we know that you don't think John Cena can win, but let's add this other thing where maybe the cockiness of it, you know, brings the average fan in. I mean, like right now on not that we condone people betting on, you know, a, a choreographed and, <laughs> uh, sport, to put it nicely. Uh, right now, Roman Reigns is a minus 500 or a one to five favorite, and John Cena is a plus 300, a three to one. And you wow. want to bet online, you know, more, more power to you. And if you have some, know somebody on the writing team, even better. Um, <laughs> but I guess my last, before we move on, uh, last thing on this is, now, how do you want to, how would you book this? Would you have a 20 minute back and forth match? Do you have basically finally, truly passing of the torch here where you have another like Brock, Brock Lesnar, uh, when he returned, where it was basically, you know, he's not going to go and give him 16, you know, uh, suplexes, but it's basically mm-hmm. a semi squash, basically kind of how AW is handled. Like the, the big stars of like a Malachi black or rest in peace, Brody Lee, they came in, they won the TNT title and basically killed Cody to give them mm-hmm. true relevance right off the bat. I know Roman has relevance. He's the, the biggest star in the company, but how would you book this 20 minute match back and forth or a six minutes Roman basically kills him? Nah, you can't have the buildup. You can't have him 
Yeah. Kill dude in six minutes. It's John Cena. You gotta have the twenty. You gotta see, just have the back and forth in between the two, two of the biggest stars right now. You gotta have that twenty minutes. Let Roman, you know, do his work. Let John get over a little bit, and then you know, Tribal Chief, head of the table, reign supreme. That, that's that's how it has to end. Yeah, because you like you remember the Lesnar squash on Cena. That was that oh, happened gosh. so fast. It's like <laughs> at the time it was like oh shit like you know, wow, this is like prime Cena, right? So like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy to see it. But what they did with Lesnar to make him so dominant for years and years, like that was that was an excellent tool to use in that mm-hmm. moment to have that, you know, like, oh man, well, this is not just what Lesnar we've been seeing. This is a next level Lesnar. He's unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Now we can use that character because we created that character. You don't really mm-hmm. need to do that with Reigns because like you said, he's already head of table. He's the top guy um, and he's over for it. He's not, they're not, on the fence about believing in Reigns is, you know, mm. longevity. Um, on top of that, I mean, I don't know how long Cena can go in a ring anymore. You know, last, last mm-hmm. time we saw him was a while ago, but I would like to see something in the middle. And I don't want to see a match riddled with interference. Uh, I'm, yes. not expecting, I'm not expecting to get a WrestleMania match where it's just one-on-one the whole time. And it's just amazing. But mm. that first rock Cena match where the match started and, you know, they, they lock up and I Cena kind of like hip tosses, the rock across the ring to kind of show that like, you know, you're the big name essentially, even though Cena was a big team as well, but the mm-hmm. rock was that the scene is the, the, the greater talent, I guess. And, and he mm-hmm. throws him across the ring and just kind of establishes a mood. Uh, I like the approach they did with that match. Um, I don't think there needs to be a hundred finishers or anything, but <laughs> I, I would like to see a more of a straight up match, good amount of length, maybe 12, 15 minutes, but no, no quick squash. Not a, not a list of interferences. The only way you do something like that is, you know, the whole minor rumor of maybe the rock coming out afterwards to challenge mm-hmm. reigns down the road, who knows. But if that happens, I don't care what you do in the first half, but uh, <laughs> you know, you do whatever you need to do, whatever you need to do to establish your story. Cause I'm sure mm-hmm. that that's good. But if nothing's happening after the fact, then this, let's just be what it needs to be, you know? Right. Uh, our next quote unquote big match, which I, I have no interest in seeing, but you know, we're doing a podcast. We got to watch all, all the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw, which is unwatchable. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Oldberg or you know, Oldberg. Uh, right now, the odds, Bobby Lashley minus 600. Uh, and Goldberg is a plus 350. So um, I actually didn't think Goldberg would be getting that good of odds. I thought you mostly get wow. you know, even better on that. But um, the only way Lashley should lose this, and he shouldn't, is mm-hmm. if you can cash in with exactly where it's a transition champion, you don't, and then you could set up a feud between Lashley and Big E. Mm-hmm. And please do not have it, you know, ha- that happy Corbin or whatever they're the, the name <laughs> bum ass Corbin. I mean, even though that's has been quite a lot more interesting than I ever expected it to be, mm-hmm. I really think if of the two matches, this match should be the actual kind of like what you had Goldberg yep. versus um Brock Lesnar at the WrestleMania. Where they basically did big moves for five minutes or less, and you just have you know spear, 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 jackhammer, <laughs> whatever, and pop out, and then Lesnar, you know, then uh, what's it called? Um, Lashley oh, just big Ashley. so I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if you guys disagree on that, but I agree. Just yeah, I, just just really just squash it. But seriously, <sighs> let the Goldberg thing go. This is when you put him down. Got right now, he's got two more. Two, two more years. Two matches a year till oh, 2020. God. So he might, he might actually win tonight. But um, well, honestly, match. So I don't know if they're going to give him pay for a third. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
But yeah, I, I really don't think. Just please don't let this last very long because Lash. It sucks because Lash is, has been so good, and I you've seen him grow finally because he never was a talker. But I, I'm actually he's making it believable. When MVP does help tremendously, like, but this. I don't know. I don't have anything too much. It has to. Smash. It has to be a short match because you yeah. get, you're going to have the long match with Cena. So you you can't yeah. you can't have two short matches in a in a one one pay per view. This um, needs to be the first match, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it right out the gate. You know what I mean? Uh, we'll see if you know if they have Lesnar on the line or what's going to go on. But yeah, short match, quick match. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Goldberg win. But at the same time, how do you? Would you mind? Do you think it's too soon for a Biggie Cashin? Or you had a one day after with uh, Nikki Ash, which we can yeah. get possibly. But the uh, idea of do you want the build of a couple of months and Biggie getting more and more, you know, yes. nice yeah. victories, and then it, or do you want the quick payoff here? No, 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 uh, no. Get that Baron Corbin Cashin. Yeah, get that. Oh, it's I crazy. Can see that it's, it's crazy <laughs> because when I was at Raw, this was right before he had any approach at the Money in the Bank. I went to Raw like, you know, a couple of weeks ago. I was here in Orlando and I was sitting next to my friend and I'm like, you know what? I was like, I know this Corbin thing is, is like, I, I actually kind of like it. And I was like, he's so down. I feel like they should go. I wish he had money in the bank title, but he can't get it because he's already won it. He's already had it before. He's, he's not that level anymore. That will never happen. And now he's out here with the freaking money. In the bank thing. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it could happen. You know, like, I, I, I think that would be a big moment. But the longevity of that's not good enough to counteract mm-hmm. keeping Lashley champion. So I, I don't think it should happen. I don't think anyone mm-hmm. just let Lashley go over whatever way he needs to mm-hmm. go over and and end it. I don't know what happens after the match to you agree. I feel like you have to introduce the next challenger for Lashley after the match yeah. because if unless Goldberg wins where that's just nostalgia, you're not mm-hmm. gonna really get anything from Goldberg losing because he's not gonna retire right then and there. So uh you need something still- to happen. I don't know who the next still- challenger would be. People still have nostalgia from Goldberg. I don't. I don't know how. I didn't say. I think it's just a the entrance. <laughs> I, just, I mean, yeah, but good lord, let it go. But yeah, Biggie, let that build for him because it is yeah. pop when he finally does win the title because he has been due for a long time now, mm-hmm. and it's time to just let it run. No, let him get him back from Corbin. I, but I can't see Corbin trying to cash it in. And that would be a good – that's it. what I'm saying. That would be a good after match. Let, Les, let Lashley yeah. win quick. Corbin goes to cash in, and Big E comes down, stops it, and then there's something with, like, Lashley and Big E or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, that would, yeah. You know, he's already the money in the bank holder, but just tease mm-hmm. it a little bit and, and mm-hmm. have you know. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Now, this next match was the match of the, of the weekend of WrestleMania – I couldn't care less about the SBs to be honest, but it won, okay. I guess, WWSB of the year, which is nice when you, I guess, you pay for an award. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. I think their match at WrestleMania was next level for one of the top two or three women's matches of the year. I mean, mm-hmm. I personally still like the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker match more, but because of the social uh, significance of it, it most likely mm-hmm. will be higher on people's lists. One was the main event, the first main event of an AEW show. The other one was the first time two African-American women had headlined and was taken seriously. So, I mean, I could see both sides of mm-hmm. what was 1A or 1B. And I'm sure there was mm-hmm. other stuff in other promotions this year that were really good, which I can't think off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But right now, Bianca's a minus 200 to Sasha Blank plus 200. Bianca returned on SmackDown and, you know, beat uh, Vega, Selena Vega and Carmella 
and neither match was overly uh, great, but I'm sure they just wanted to give her a little in-ring. Yeah. Now, both Bianca and Sasha leading up to it had missed the house shows the weekend before. And they said they didn't say why. There was everybody was thinking maybe worst case scenario, maybe it was COVID. Mm-hmm. There's still rumors out there. We I haven't seen anywhere that's officially said that Sasha is wrestling tonight. It wouldn't be the first time that they advertised something in the last minute they changed it. Mm-hmm. So if the match does happen, do you keep the title Bianca Belair, your fresh big star, or do you put it back on reliable Sasha Banks? who has the Mandalorian and maybe at some point they'll actually promote that she's doing stuff outside of the mm. outside of there. What, what do you do here? Do you stick with Bianca? What do you go with Sasha? Stick with Bianca. She's been on a roll and she's, she can do it, man. She can definitely carry this woman's division. You just let her actually, I would, see, this is when the Becky thing comes in. Cause you want to know what, cause obviously that's another one. When is she coming back? But which one is she, she really going to hit? I like, her and Bianca rather than Nikki, Ash, and Charlotte. I really don't want to see Charlotte and Becky again. I'm I'm good. They they headline WrestleMania. That was cool. But I want to see, you know, Becky come out and, and Bianca, like, okay, you know, the whole women's revolution. Well, Becky's the president, let's be because she's still, she had a baby. If she didn't have the baby with Seth and all that, she would have been still there. But Bianca and Becky. I never won a match all year. Yeah. Um, I actually think that was the, the baby thing was the best thing that could have happened to her because mm. they the, the man the man run was so amazing mm-hmm. and yeah. before it could truly get stale mm-hmm. she had to go so that, to go. that's that's great you know like mm-hmm. but aside from you know becky just focusing on tonight itself like they're in a no-lose situation but mm-hmm. they'll you know like sasha can is definitely gonna can put over anything and and yeah. i mean but I, I would keep the title where it is because mm-hmm. you look at when charlotte came back from injury and she took it from well, this happened like three times. She stole the title mm-hmm. from kind of new champions, yeah. and <laughs> those people didn't recover as well, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's I would just keep it where it's at because you got a good thing going, and you and, yeah, and you know, but you know how WWE is they they already mm-hmm. look at, they look ahead to their next three big pay per views that are coming up from here to Mania, mm-hmm. and they they try to plot out what what should happen at those. So I, I would keep it where it's at though. So let's let's quick. I know that we're running. Uh, little long here to say to put to mm-hmm. but if let's say the the worst happened and sasha banks is not cleared and they haven't told anybody do you go and, and pull the pull the uh pull the, the wild card out and have becky lynch be the replacement and if so can you have becky lynch return and lose no, she, she can't <laughs> no. lose yeah no. can't lose yeah. <laughs> no no way I don't disagree with you, yeah. but that to the detriment of Bianca mm-hmm. Belair, you have this title run mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she's coming and all, you know, then all of a sudden she loses with no build to mm-hmm. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, you know, saves the show and mm-hmm. might, I don't know if she'll get a John Cena or a CM Punk pop, but she's going to get one hell of a pop. And what do you do here? I mean, do you just scrap the match? Do you have a two on one handicap match with her, you know, versus, Selena and Carmella. And Carmella. You, you bring I, back Tony Storm, who you know won one match, and you give her the shot. I mean, what do you, what do you do here? I know I'm throwing this at you last minute, but what do you know. do if Sasha's not available? I, I think you go to NXT and you bring up somebody who has a lot of talent, has a mm-hmm. huge opportunity and big upside, and you give them one of those John Cena, Kurt Angle matches where mm-hmm. Belair still wins, but that person proves themselves. You know and, who I would like. You know. Something like that, because you don't want to throw in like something that's so, such an obvious win. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you want to shock them a little bit. Who you're gonna go with? Do it like a eel. What? 
EO, I think we said the same thing. Yeah. You cut out a little bit. I said EO. You got You can go with EO, and that would be nice. Those yeah. two. And it doesn't have to win. I mean, doesn't have to win. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, the last match that I truly care about, and if there's another match on the card that you guys want to talk about, you know, open forum mm-hmm. here. But you've got. We spoke about him earlier. You know, with the big return, you got Edge versus Seth Rollins. Now, you could say that Seth Rollins has been up and down with his push from, you know, post looking like a crybaby uh, and being afraid <laughs> of, you know, red light about, you know, two years ago against The Fiend or, you know, the guy who basically wears these outlandish suits and is <laughs> some sort of mix of a tele- televangelist or just somebody who's lo- you basically lost their mind with power. Right now, you've got Edge a minus three hundred, and Seth Rollins is a plus two hundred. So it's it's pretty it's pretty even there on who they think could win either way. Mm-hmm. But you had the return of you know the quote unquote Dark Edge with the with the black goo because we're not going to say blood in you know WWE most likely with the brood mm-hmm. last night. Uh, <laughs> where do you go with uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins? Let's start with C- CL Kid here. I, I go Edge. Uh, Rollins is somebody probably better than anyone in wrestling that can take losses and come right back the next day and act like nothing happened. Uh, Edge introducing that new, whatever goo, you know, like I knew obviously it's a, it's an ode to the brood, but I think that's showing some freshness in his character and showing that, you know, he's a little more innovative and, and not just, you know, same old act or anything. Not saying that I got tired of it, but I think you have to put him over. You have to let him win. You have to continue to build him this late in the year in terms of, WrestleMania being like the, the Super Bowl, right? So this late into the, the season for them, you, you got to keep him hot. Whereas Rollins mm-hmm. can take a loss and bounce right back to very next. He Rollins could come back on Raw or SmackDown the next week and and give up all the gimmicks and just come out and have a speech about how he's he wants to be the best and he's tired of losing or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. And and you would completely forget about the loss. Mm-hmm. An edge loss at this stage will minimize his impact at bigger pay-per-views later that are coming down the road. So I, I would Definitely go edge over, um, but I'm definitely looking forward to it too. It is it is probably aside from the Cena match, the the main match I'm looking at. Uh, Jacob, what's your thoughts here? Do you uh, um, Seth or or Edge? Definitely going Edge. I mean, you you have to, like CL said, at this point. As plus, he took a few L's too. It seems like they haven't been. Yeah. You know, whether you lost the Roman, <laughs> I mean, who else did he lose to? Well, took an L too. Oh, was it one of the Usos one of the weeks? Yeah, one of the – Yeah, like what the heck? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're letting them lose. The, you're coming into SummerSlam. You definitely got to let them, you know, reach that dark place as, you know, he alluded to on Friday and let them really go at Seth Rollins. I think it's really going to be a good match too. So, but, yeah, you got to let Edge do his now, thing and you, win. Would you start – I would personally. Would you start the pay-per-view with the – I understand you maybe want to get rid of one of these super <laughs> matches or these title matches. AKA just get rid of Goldberg as fast as you can and just tell him to go home. <laughs> but would you go with a, a super hot match of Edge versus Rollins to start this show off? Or do you go and put this in the middle of the card? Because it's not going to be the main event. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where, where would you would you start this off with this? Or would you start with, you know, Almos and uh, AJ versus uh, RK Bro? I mean, what would, oh. you, what would you do here? I, I would start, I would start Bel Air. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think I think that's an opportunity to show like, you know, a combination of the social effect and a combination mm-hmm. of, you know, a, a great match in itself. Um, and it keeps you 
when you think of SummerSlam right now, you're probably thinking Edge. You're probably thinking Cena, right? Mm-hmm. So it keeps the main things you're looking for still available the rest of the night. And it keeps you around. Um, mm-hmm. You don't have guys like, you know, Ziggler or, you know, any of those type of wrestlers that that can open the show or like even the Usos, like where mm-hmm. they open pay-per-views and magically have like this match of the year match out of nowhere. Uh, you know, New Day, you know, those kind of crews, like, we don't have a lot of anticipation for those for any matchups those guys are involved in right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's anything that you can put first that's going to represent SummerSlam, you know, as, as a giant pay-per-view mm-hmm. other than Goldberg or, or Edge or, or Cena. So I think that's a great opportunity to throw the women in there and, and save those to layer in, in between other matches. Because, I, you know, the entrance is more the effect than anything. I think the Sasha mm-hmm. Banks entrance right out the gate would be like, very nice do well and not that i'm saying i love that song or anything but you know what i mean like <laughs> she's she's a big pop for mm-hmm. for fans you know and and other than that i mean the you think you know me from edge would be amazing and mm-hmm. that'd be a great great way to start it but uh i think those those are the only two options i wouldn't put anything other than edge coming out first or, or sasha banks coming out first to start mm-hmm. the show i agree with that and i guess the reason why i mentioned the aj almost versus um RK bro is because sometimes you want to sh- start a show hot with a title change. And I think there's mm-hmm. a good chance that they put the titles on, you know, yeah. RK, RK bro. And you have them, you know, basically being straight, you know, sh- perfect strangers, you know, strange bedfellows for a yeah. while. But, and I guess the last thing on this would be only reason why I think you might give Seth Rollins the win here is because, you know, WWE booking, there's never one match. And mm-hmm. if, if uh, edge wins, the baby face has, has overcome, and unless you're just throwing it down her face, you would think you move on from there, you know? And also mm-hmm. I think at some point in the near future, yes, you have Finn Balor who's waiting in the wings. If they actually decide to do something with him besides, you know, being a stepping stone for three minutes. Yep. I think mm-hmm. that Rollins is going to be going for that world title sooner than later. And I know that he's a heel and heels never have to win to, to put a, uh, a stake at the title. But if you're going to have him going up against Roman Reigns in the near future, I think you want him to be booked pretty strong. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I could see it going either way there. Yeah. No, I feel like the only counter argument to that would be that they just introduced this edge personality, like mm-hmm. with this little bit of, you know, darkness. It had they not done that and he lost and then came out maybe on the next Raw or SmackDown or whatever, uh, and then introduced that for this next thing. Like I had to go here in order to beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would see that. But if he loses, what, what else does he really have in his back pocket to come back and have another match? You know, well, I mean, if he loses, you just bring Gang Grail back the following week. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. They brought back who into why not freaking I, I, I mean, the first two minutes of that match was a disaster. The rest of it, I thought was actually pretty good. But yeah. are there any other matches on this uh, top heavy show that you guys want to quickly discuss or or do we really get through the big match that uh, we need to care about? I, th- big matches. I, I think that was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's more or less yeah, what it needed to be. Um, and just remember everybody, you know, the show will be starting momentarily on, you know, the cock as uh, my friend, Christopher <laughs> Morris, uh lovely calls it. Uh, <laughs> check out his show, the Morris Love podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, I can't use that as an original of my own, but um, <laughs> yeah, the first time I heard him say that I had a very similar reaction. Uh, <laughs> We're, we're all still in the long run, you know, six-year-old boys who... Uh... <laughs> Don't trust me. When, when I first saw this app in general, I was like, oh, gosh, this oh, is going to be... <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this is going to be all kinds of jokes. Yeah, um, <laughs> and, you know, we've got NXT on Sunday. It looks like a really good show. This is 
this could be uh, the end of the NXT as we know it. Um, unless you guys have some quick thoughts, me and Jay will most likely go over it more when he returns from uh, mm-hmm. another vacation, which, you know, I do every show. He decides to be, you know. Well, he just, he just lives it up. You know, you don't got to be here for shows. That's what you're here for. Exactly. You're, you're the Miz. You got to do all this stuff. Exactly. You got to carry the torch. Which, which version of the Miz? The, the, the Miz who uh, was really bad right now or the Miz who was almost tolerable at times? I'll give you suit Alex Riley Miz. There you go. All right. So I didn't deserve to be in the main event, but I was there. Okay. Correct. CM Punk's words. <laughs> but uh, so like I said, everyone, just quickly before we get out of here, just want to let everybody know once again, you can follow CL Kid and maybe at some point the return of the Pod Jobbers if life gets a little less hectic for the boys. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at Real CL Kid. And of course, check out his new song. I'll be the one. And if there's not too much gimmick infringement, if I remember, maybe I'll put a little uh, cut of that at the end of the show if I'm not going to get sued. Uh, <laughs> do, it, do whatever you want with that, man. I, I wave all of it. <laughs> of course, uh, part of our life group, uh, we have on Fridays, we have some na- some guy who just joined us this whole entire time, uh, Jacob yeah. Moses. Yeah, and- somewhere. Kind of holy kind of guy, you know. A little, little holy there, and uh, and Leon Thompson every Friday with the step back, you know, for all of your basketball news, and I'm sure just to make Jay even more crazy, the guy who actually you know bets on basketball and actually knows more current, you'll have me on before him, and he can just get more upset with the whole Titan Network that nobody ever asked him to come on. So <laughs> they ask him that he's not available, but uh, definitely check uh, you guys out the step back every Friday for their latest on basketball news at the post seat uh, with the. Um, summer league and seeing if the Knicks could actually be, you know, do some right moves for a change on most Mondays. You've got Don city with Henry and Vince uh, Tuesdays, the audible with, um, with Matt and Randy, as they get into uh, the second week of the uh, NFL preseason where the Cleveland Browns will be maybe hopefully not starting anybody. So everybody stays healthy. Uh, going against the New York Giants. Uh, who cares who wins? Just, you know, everybody come back alive. <laughs> and, of course, we've got us, the uh, the Workshop Wrestling Podcast, most Thursdays. And as we go along, I'll be asking a lot of guys in the uh, life group to go fill in as Jay becomes, you know, the father of twins. And, you know, he'll be the third kid in that household because, you know, we're, <laughs> we're all a little immature. As the, uh, and, of course, most Sundays, we've got the uh, Total Basis Podcast with Felipe and Sean with the fantasy aspect. And fortunately, you know, uh, Felipe wasn't able to join us. Maybe we'll have him in the near future to give his take on the firsthand knowledge of being there for this amazing CM Punk moment where he got a, actually a ticket last minute from uh, basically, apparently somebody he really even know. Well, somebody gets, uh, mm-hmm. somebody wanted to go and he was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, you basically a moment that will be thought of for quite a long time. But uh, if you guys want to quickly, any more cheap plugs for uh uh, you, you know, maybe a return to the pod jobbers <laughs> exclusive or uh, <laughs> hey, 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 that that's, that's, that's not dead yet. Just like the CM Punk return. It's just rumblings, but you never know. Oh, so, so we have to, so we're going to be kicked out of uh, our, our cushy home and we're going to, <laughs> Hey man, AEW only made WWE better. Right. So exactly. that's, that's, that's what we're there trying to do. <laughs> Competition breeds greatness. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, definitely <laughs> check out uh, the new song and, um, Jacob, what can we expect uh, either this week or the coming weeks uh, from the setback? 
Uh, we're gonna, you know, as I always say, we're gonna bring the smoke. We're gonna bring the gun smoke, as I always said. You know, my guy Leon Tompkins, he always, you know, drives me to do great things when we hit that podcast. You know, he's a net fan. You know, it's whatever. I had to deal with that nonsense every week. But um, you know, we're gonna have a lot of stuff coming up. I got a lot of shows that we're gonna be able to approach. Maybe you know the MJ LeBron because I want, I want, I might hit you guys with that because you know you guys love that conversation. We don't, we don't even need to do MJ LeBron. We need to still get back to KD T-Mac because oh, Kevin Durant, the most overrated player of all time. Oh, oh, damn. Leon coming at you. Oh, uh, right, get ready. Leon. Get ready. About two weeks, we're going to have um, CL on the show, by the way. Gonna, there you go. This. He, he, oh, man. I, <laughs> uh, I, I believe Leon just said, it. you know, great episode, fellas. And I think Leon's about to mostly explode with more comments. <laughs> I, I can see his face right now. I can see it. There you go. Well, and if he, if Leon wants to come on the Workshoot podcast and, and just join in something that's already great, much like Kevin Durant does, then he's more than welcome to do that. Wait, did, he, did, he, did he win you guys a rig? You're complaining about a guy who won you a ring? Is that a... I, I, I'm not a KD fan. I, I, I'm, a, I'm referring to the fact that he just sells out and goes wherever he can get an easy chip. But th- that's okay. We're not going to get into that. Wait, did you say KD or KG? Oh, KD. Kevin oh. Durant. No, no, no. KG is the man. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. KG, KG can, is, is welcome to whatever wedding I eventually have. <laughs> there you go. Um, but, and of course, as... As always, uh, Jackie Endy would kill me if I didn't do the, the plug. Episode 100 this coming Wednesday, You Don't Know Jackie podcast, a comedy podcast of the ages, which I do nowhere as well as Jason Brooks, who uh, mm-hmm. he's only been on you know two episodes when both of these gentlemen haven't been invited to one. But, you know, whatever. We'll see what happens down the line. Jackie? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, we'll be talking about the HBO Max hit, f-boy island we went over the full season i know that most reality shows aren't for a lot of guys but after having sitting through watching six episodes of sexy beasts on netflix i needed a palate cleanser and i gave this show a chance and it's <laughs> downright entertaining and i would actually i'm not gonna watch any more you know reality shows after this but if you have hbo max or you can figure out a way to see it i'm not gonna ever say you know you should do anything illegally <laughs> um <laughs> Definitely check out um, Jesus Christ. I'm putting up my own plug here because I'm so good at this. Jackie. Uh, we don't know Jackie. Where we're <laughs> we talking don't about, know Jackie. We talk about F-Boy Island and uh, the lack of clothing that uh, CJ wears every week, which was even better. But mm-hmm. um, final thing, just as we close this out, going back to the initial thing with CM Punk. A lot of people, have, and both of you guys, I'm sure, have heard this over the years. You're either AEW or WWE, or your Impact WWE, your WCW, WWE, whatever, you know, you can't like more than one thing. I believe that's a bunch of bullshit, and I'm if this was Jay, we would curse like 12 12 hours ago more than this, but um, I think the big debate here isn't WWE versus AEW. It's pro wrestling versus sports entertainment. Mm -hmm. Is there a world where they're both needed? Sure. But for someone like me, who was an old school wrestling fan from being a kid, I like the entertainment part. But when the wrestling is so on the back burner, it loses me. And that's what the WWE main roster has become. NXT might be coming that very soon because of a lot of things we're hearing about the new hiring policies 
and I'm letting people go out of nowhere with all these roster cuts. Mm-hmm. But AW for me works so well because it still has old school pro wrestling, ECW, NWA, all these different things put together. You can say that they maybe lean on too many things sometimes or they're too scatterbrained, but I'm a fan of pro wrestling. I'm not a huge fan of sports entertainment, but you know, there's good for everybody. And if you guys want to quickly give your thoughts on that, as Jackie Andy tells me, uh, listening to an AW Mark, I've taught her way too many terms in these <laughs> time. But gentlemen, if you have a quick thought on that, like I said, with the return of CM Punk, the idea of, he said in this promo, uh, you know, 2005, August 2005, I left Ring of Honor as a pro wrestler, and I'm returning August 20th, 2021. I'm back. And he didn't say the word again, pro wrestling. That's what he meant. What, what's your yeah. thoughts on, on that before we call it a day? Um, I guess I'd say that NXT was supposed to be WWE's version of AEW. You're supposed to have an opportunity to focus okay. on the in-ring product. Or, or, or yeah, right? Exactly. So, so you're supposed to focus on the in-ring product. You're supposed to be about, you know, you're not traveling from town to town for the most part. Uh, and it's just a local Orlando thing. So you get the same audiences. So these characters are, you know, they're very well known. They're household names, almost like a small market thing. And you were going to get all that in-ring ability and, and, and really put attention on that. And those people will come up to WWE and, and let that shine. But like you said, WWE is all about sports entertainment. They're not about, mm-hmm. they're not about the in-ring product for the most part. Uh, and if you're somebody who wants that in-ring thing, you may just go over to AEW. And yes, they don't all fall on the same schedule, kind of. But so you are able to watch both and you can love both. And that's great. And, and more power to you. But if one were to last, if we had to say which one will last, I think as they are now, WWE has a leg just because of the financials. And they have a lot of the visuals and, and the things down that, that are more cinematic that allow the eye to, be, to make money, you know? Uh, the entrances are they're a little more grand. The the sound, little the little things they do as a big company, uh, they shine a little brighter. Uh, obviously, having the history as well. But and another thing, all these cuts that they're doing. Just a little side note, and people always talk about, oh, well, you know, they're not doing so well in money wise. They have one of the most prof- profitable years of their history, and they're still cutting people mm-hmm. left and right. Saudi Arabia. So, so yeah, exactly, Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. money. So. You got oil money. I don't want to hear none of your crap, right? They, <laughs> you know, if you want a smaller roster, just say it. That's fine. Exactly. But, but uh, that in-ring product, if AEW can ever get the things that WWE gets right, if AEW can get those things right, they're gonna they can be the standalone company. Because mm-hmm. um, it seems WWE is in a position to just they could just put more attention at any point on in-ring mm-hmm. ability, and they don't. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. We'll see if Vince sells. We don't know if that's going to happen. There's so many things that can happen from here the next 10 years. I think both are still existing at that point, but uh, I'm more of a WWE guy because I always have been a WWE guy, but AEW is definitely, definitely getting my attention now. So it'll be interesting to see if five years from now I leap over to the AEW altogether. Not saying that I would just abandon WWE, but if my, my heart's there. So right now my heart's still on WWE but I still pay attention to AEW, obviously. And the CM Punk's definitely pushing the needle. So that's where I stand. I don't know how you're on that, Jim. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a WWE guy too. Going through, and through the worst, and through the bad times. The new generation, well, people thought the new generation, I didn't think the new generation was that bad. Come on, I was young. So you're still going through the worst, but it's called Monday Night Raw. I mean, well, Raw, uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's Raw. So that, that's kind of yeah, hard. Raw, so man, like, yeah. You go from the watching the first 
Because I remember that on USA, the first episode of Raw, and then being it, it's basically back then. It was just jumbled together, threw it together, what the hell ever. But um, you need the sports entertainment factor in it because it, it makes it fun, but you need the, the wrestling and the pro wrestling aspect. You have to have it. It can't be all about the glamour. You got to have the nitty gritty. Let these guys go at it. Make it fun. That's I want to see that again. That's why I watch AEW as well. But you do get it with WWE. It's just not as much anymore. Do they have to focus back on it? Absolutely. You're too great of a company to just stand dormant and then just be bad. I mean, especially your flagship show and Raw. Come on. I mean, even like Dynamite is their flagship show. And they make sure it's a, you know, for the most part, it's good every single Wednesday. You know, you can tell how much they put into it. And it's, it's irritating as a WWE fan, but I don't think I can ever jump ship because I think it's, I don't, I don't they're going to be. I think that's the kind of, yeah, the, that's the good. That's, I think that's kind of the point to this is mm-hmm. I don't think you have to choose a side. You I'm, can like both. And mm-hmm. like, and I know that we're going 400 years here, but uh, we'll oh, wrap this up here in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost as if we're having an episode of the step back, you know, we, mm-hmm. <laughs> Two hours and, that, and that's a short day. Um, <laughs> but I, I just think the idea is that the hate that goes along of, you know, you got the WWE hardcores that anything mm. AEW does right is a, is a fluke. And, mm. you know, no one's going to watch CM Punk. This was this or that or that. Or, mm. you know, why, why should I care about, you know, mm. Drew McIntyre and his dopey sword? I mean, you know, there's... <laughs> And of course, that makes me sound like a WWE hater there, but I mean, I want to see what's best and, and for selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. Better the wrestling industry is, mm-hmm. people are listening to these podcasts. Exactly. I mean, when wrestling is stale, you see it based on the amount of people who are, who are talking and caring. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, the diehards, the diehards like us are going to watch no matter what because we're just Absolutely. we're trained. You know, and that's the way it is. But I'm sorry, uh, Jacob. You can- oh, no, no, no. That was a good point. That was a really great point. Like I said, I don't think I would ever just go one because I like see it like WW back in the day. You think I didn't watch Nitro before? I definitely did because remember, it came on before Raw. I was like, yeah, let's see what WW, I mean, WCW is going. I did it. I flipped back and forth. But that's why I said in the beginning, I like it because it's on a different night. So I can just focus on, you know, AEWC, what they're doing on Wednesdays and then still do what I got to do. You can like both. You know, yeah. I've seen the back and forth. I've seen a lot of back and forth. Like, oh, WWE fanboy. I'm like, it goes mm-hmm. old. Oh, WWE's going out of business. It's not going out of business. Not I'm, I'm sorry. It's like it's like saying the New York Knicks, no matter how bad they are, they're going to. They've been bad. Jones sell. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, we've been to the struggle. Oh, James Dolan is going to sell. No, he's not. Come on. He, the $4 billion, whatever they are, company, he ain't going anywhere. Vince is not going to. He is going to die being the owner of the WWE. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, maybe it'll get better. It probably will because the, the everything's just going to be different when he's gone. It, but people wait, need to give Vince's props. Wait, so I will say, wait, yeah, Vince uh, is going to outlive us all. Come on, let's let's be honest. Got- <laughs> oh yeah, Vince, Vince, Vince Dolan and Jerry Jones will never die. <laughs> <laughs> Those three guys are invincible. No, nah, but, but yeah, it's definitely. I think. But my one biggest thing was we like give Vince the respect because he put it on a level. Like the guy oh, yeah. that EWs now and stuff like that, how they be able to, how they able to yeah, be global. He, he did a lot, you know. I think he needs to let it go mm-hmm. and just be the owner. Like step back, give your ideas. Let Triple H have it, you know, have this thing. Yeah. Let him run it well, for a show. They'll step back reference. We we see. It. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, a little step back swagger. 
Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, but definitely it's like you said, like I enjoy talking with you. I love how you come on. Everybody like the CM Punk thing, and I was happy for it because it brought so much like interaction to the group last night. Like it was amazing. Like I put a smile on my face out. Everybody, every post, we started talking about it. It it got everybody up in the group. Yeah, you think it- Oh, my bad. I was going to say, I thought you were no, going no, there. No, 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 go no. No, I, I was just going to say, at the end of the day, it's just like anything else. You sell the sizzle, not the steak, right? Mm-hmm. And WWE is the sizzle. The steak is becoming AEW. And it, mm-hmm. the schedule allows you to have it all. Exactly. So you, you can you can have the entire thing, you know, have your cake and eat it too. And it's it's going to be great uh, mm-hmm. in terms of that going. But at the end of the day, finally, I feel like, not finally, because that's, that's, that's harsh, but AW finally has the sizzle and the steak right now. Mm-hmm. I, I thought and, I thought he was gonna rock promo for a second. I, I thought he was <laughs> finally <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, the punk has come back. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I said, the sell sizzle not steak. WWE is the eyes, the ears, you know, that's the fun. But at the end of the day, you want that you want that meat, right? Do you want that mm-hmm. end product? You want in-ring ability and all that. And I feel like one has one, one has the other. Your week can have both by watching them both, and but right now AW has 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 both, so it's it's gonna be interesting. Screw it, just go together and just start doing stuff. Just doing stuff. Oh, that would be amazing! But (laughs) (laughs) let's have the truly have the forbidden door of all forbidden doors, and like WWE actually uh, open up theirs. But that that could that could become another four hour conversation. So, oh yeah, that's true. (laughs) Appreciate uh, both of you gentlemen joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Every week, you know, you need the human wheelbarrow to uh, to carry my ass. And uh, Jay got a week off of doing that. And I appreciate you two gentlemen doing that. Absolutely. Once again, you know, definitely check out the Step Back with uh, Jason and Leon pretty much every Friday. Check once again, check out Instagram, Twitter, Real CL Kid and check out CL Kid's new song. I'll be the one really cool song. Super Thanks, cute sir. dog in there, and that's not a d- derogatory reference. <laughs> that dog just got me over there. So I said that <laughs> literal dog. Little dog. <laughs> Owner not in the video, but dog. Oh, owners in the video for maybe a tenth of a second. Okay. <laughs> very, very smart. Very, very good there. But uh, as always, gentlemen, thank you for sh- thank you for joining me. You. And in the immortal words of Jason Brooks, I think we're done here. See ya.
Oh, 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 oh,